Hey, Desi. Hey, girl. What's up? Oh, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Ooh, oh, my God. This is the first time I ever did this. So I'm actually surprised it worked on the first go round. It's actually easy. Oh, yeah. It was it was real easy. Okay, good, good, good. Well, how you doing? I'm great. Um, I'm actually doing um, a photo shoot right now. Um, I just finished doing the makeup, so I got a little bit of downtime. Just a tad okay. bit. Okay, it won't take long. Uh, before we go ahead and get started, um, I'm just going to go ahead and... Well, do you want to introduce yourself? Of course. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, my name's Desi. Um, I am a makeup artist and a lash tech. I live in Peoria, Illinois. Um, yeah, uh, I met Vernicia. Um, oh my God, I was just going to say that too. <laughs> yeah, okay, so she actually, she, she shot her shot in my DMs. Show to um, <laughs> uh, do lash extensions from her. And then, like, our relationship just kind of, like, went from there. Like, love the girl. She's amazing. Um, Aww. Very knowledgeable. Very humble woman. I love her. Oh, I love you too, girl. <laughs> yes, I shot my little, I shot my little shot in her DM. Because I... I think I had hashtag or looked for Peoria Lash Tech. I'm not Lash Tech, uh, makeup artist. And you were like one of very, very few makeup artists that I came across. The other ones were, oh, I hate to sound like this, but you know how you see people and their work is like kind of basic, like nothing about mm -hmm. their work really like stands out. Right. You know, so yours really stuck out to me because you really use your creativity. And I was like, oh, my God, like she has. Oh, thank work. you. Yes. But yeah, so I'm just going to go right into it. Um, Today, I kind of wanted to talk about because with the current climate now, with everything that's going on, mm -hmm. I really wanted to talk to black women about how do you feel about being a black woman right now? Like, what Ooh. is the climate like for you? Um. <laughs> well, speaking from the perspective of a dark-skinned black woman yes. I want to say that I probably get it the worst mm -hmm. um, like of course because I get it from I get it from you know other people where it's like you know racism or prejudice from other people and then I get it within people in my own community you know like mm -hmm. um the colorism grew up dealing with it so I definitely feel like I get it the worst mm -hmm. um disrespected by people not taken seriously um, until I do something extravagant, but even still like that moment doesn't last too long. Wow. Um, yeah. So I definitely feel like now it's, it's, I think with everything that's going on, it's definitely come more to light that a lot of black women are not necessarily respected. Um, even though this is kind of the elephant in the room, like we knew. Um, I was actually having this conversation with my mom the other day where she said, you know, um, the black woman is probably the least respected person on the planet, you know? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I feel like with everything that's happened and everything that's transpired within the past week and a half, it's brought to light a lot of issues and things, not only with that the black community has, but things within our own community. And colorism is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, oh my gosh, you said a mouthful because 
it's crazy. No, because this is why I go so hard in my group, mm-hmm. um, in my private group, because we have been told for so long, like, we only deserve bare minimum. We're used to being yeah. treated badly. We're used to, you know, we have to carry the weight because it's our job to teach mm-hmm. these men how to be men, teach them mm-hmm. how to be providers. Like, that, I'm not, no, we're not doing It's not anymore. my job And to that's why I go you. so hard, yes. It's and not, I go so hard for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's not my job to teach you how to be a man, which is why it's important. Like, I don't care what anyone says. It's always important for males to have a father figure in their life or, like, some man for that role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my job to teach you how to be a man. I'm a woman. I can't teach you how to be a man, you know? Um, and also, you know, women, I feel like, a lot of women like me too have been forced to settle because just like crazy that we're even talking about this. Like I was talking to another friend of mine where um, I feel like the type of men that I'm attracted to aren't attracted to me. So I feel like I have to settle. So it's like, you know, they find me ugly or, you know, things of that nature because I'm dark, but then it's like, I have these other men looking at me, but it's like, you're not my type, but that's what I attract so it's almost like for me like a tug of war like you know like what do I do kind of thing but in the in the terms of a man I also feel like a lot of men kind of lean on like that strong black woman and it's like we shouldn't have to continuously being strong like how long do you want us to be strong for you when are you going to be strong for us you know And I think that this and this is why I talk about how, you know, they kind of test, quote unquote, our strength by how much they put on us. Mm. And I think it's such a mind game. Like, well, you ha- you've seen it plenty of times because I know I have yes. where they'll say, oh, if I if I do this, if I go to jail, would you still be down? And they'll make no. me feel and bad. I would say no, I would look yes. them and they will make say me- no. Yes, and they will make you feel bad for not wanting to be there. And it's like, damn, if I got kids, if I got mouths to feed, if I have to take care of myself, why would I still be down for you? I'm not putting money on your books. Like, that's taking money out of my pocket. And people want to, you know, fetishize this type of relationship, this struggle relationship, especially people, especially when uh, Gucci Mane had got out of prison. First of all, you don't have Gucci Mane money. He might not have treated Keisha K. or like, how she was supposed to be treated but he made sure she was good thank you he made sure that's something that y'all don't do (laughs) yeah and also just like i just like i was stressing to a friend of mine because she has a situation of her own black love does not equal struggle love you know Mm -hmm. my you know i'm just gonna use my mom as an example you know she was with my biological dad for six years and you know she's been with my stepdad now for a little over 20 years and he's never cheated. He's never lied. He's never done any of those things. You know, he's just a regular, you know, guy who they went to college together. They did all this stuff together and my mom never had to struggle with him. So what makes anybody think that? Because I know that that's out there and that's available to me. Why do I have to settle? Yes. And you know what? I think a huge part of that, which we're going to talk about that later, because mm-hmm. I got plenty to say about it. I think that a lot of that, it has to do with a, a fetish Yes, for women mm-hmm. who are 
not black or who are lighter skin mm-hmm. because if you think about it, they don't put that huge load on them like they do us it's no. like well, if you're not light skin and you got quote unquote pretty hair then what else you got you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta put in all this work you mm-hmm. gotta prove your worth you gotta hold them down like it's just too much yeah like they make me feel like my physical attributes aren't enough and it's like, first mm-hmm. of all, I know I'm a gorgeous woman, first off. Yes, you are. So it's like, it's almost like we have to do double the work and still don't get this even half the amount of respect. Amen. Amen. I rest on that all the time mm-hmm. because, girl, I set my standards very, very high mm-hmm. um, for many reasons, especially. And this is another thing that I wanted to ask you. Like, how did you learn your worth as a black woman, especially being a dark-skinned black woman? Like, how did you learn how to love yourself? And how did you learn how to, like, accept better or learn how to um, ex- expect more from somebody that you're dealing with? Or um, just in general, honestly, how people treat you? Um, honestly, it literally took me to deal with my ex for me to learn my worth. Because mm-hmm. I was always a person that was very forgiving, um, I was never, you know, I, I gave people multiple chances and stuff, but then I was just like, you know, why do I have to keep doing this? Why do I keep having to settle, especially after, you know, cheating and lying? And, you know, this wasn't somebody I was just dating. Like, you know, I married this man. So mm-hmm. it was literally like after dealing with that, once I saw everything that I could do for a person and they still, you know, pretty much treat me like garbage or treat me like I was a throwaway. I was just like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I'm not doing it because I know I'm a good woman. I know I'm a good person. So why do I have to settle? Why do I have to keep going through all of this? And he did. He he made me feel like, you know, leaving was such a bad thing. Like, he tried to make me feel guilty for leaving him. And, like, it got to the point where, like, it was, like, excessive stalking. So, like, even now, like, I have a restraining order on my ex because of that. So, mm-hmm. um, it was... it it pretty much just took me to get like to really get my feelings hurt by somebody I was doing a lot for for me to see like you know I don't have to go through that right that's not something that I that that's not a lesson for everybody everybody sometimes people have to learn through like vicariously through other people sometimes people you know they just need to be told like hey don't do this you Mm -hmm. know um, so that's why, like, I tell my sisters all the time, like, don't settle, don't, don't do what I did. You know, it, it could have, my situation could have been a lot worse, but I put a halt to it before it could get worse. Right. And that's one, like, one thing about those type of relationships is that gradually you catch yourself and you don't even realize it. You're giving more and more and more of yourself. I lost myself each and every day. Ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, I lost myself, and then and you don't even realize. Yeah, it. and then um, it was it was to a point where I realized I was losing myself when I was asking him permission for me to go back to school. I shouldn't have to ask. Ah. I shouldn't have to ask no man for no permission or nothing, mind you. He wasn't doing anything for himself. He wasn't in school. He wasn't working. He wasn't doing anything. So why would I submit to a man that can't even provide for me? I was the provider. You know, mm-hmm. at one point I was working three jobs to provide for me and him. And I was just like, I'm not going to keep doing this. Wow. I'm not going to just wow. Well, I, I'm so sorry that you had to go through all that. And it's just crazy because those type of situations, 
although they're really painful and they take a lot of energy to get over, mm -hmm. the good news is that most of the time we come out better. Like we know, oh hell no, I'm not dealing with yeah, this. No. We see mm -hmm. the signs right away. We don't even give people a second which chance. Is, yep, which is why I tell people now, whenever I look for anything, I'm looking for security. I'm looking for that before love because I'm sorry to say unconditional love is a myth unless it's a person that you have like birth and that is your child unconditional love for a person is a myth love is very conditional very mm -hmm. because anything can happen at the drop of a hat and you're looking around like oh but i love you no 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 that's not how that works mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. and even though i don't condone cheating or infidelity in a relationship and when i was younger i used to always be like these women are so stupid for staying with these men that cheat. But honey, listen to me, okay? Mm -hmm. If that man is wealthy, <laughs> I see now why it's easier to stay with a cheating wealthy man. Because there's security. Somebody who You're ain't got care of. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, granted, it's not right. Yeah, it's not. I don't agree it, with it, but I can, yes. I can understand it. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times it's like, well, if he leave or she leave him, she gonna get, girl, you know how that freaking, what is it called, alimony? Because if he's the breadwinner and she decides to leave, she, she'll be all right. But it's better, it's better for her at that point in time. Okay, well, I'm comfortable. I'm gonna do whatever I do. He do whatever he do. I don't care. Right. I'm gonna just do. It. And then whenever they feel comfortable, then they decide to leave. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you have that security blanket. Right. I get it. Um. But another thing that I was gonna ask you, like, how do you protect your peace? I know we talked about with the dating and setting standards mm -hmm. and knowing what to look for now. Like, how do you feel like you protect your peace? <laughs> Honestly, with the type of person I am, it just takes literally one thing for you. So I think ahead about a lot of things. So like, say, for instance, like um, I'll use an example. I was talking to this one gentleman about a month or so ago, and we had been like conversating for um, at this point, like three or four days. He was cool. But then I remember this specifically. We got on the topic where we were talking about piercings and I was telling him all the ones that I had besides my ears and then he's like oh well um well as long as you don't do this this and that and I'm like whoop nope I don't do restrictions so I'm not doing that right oh I'm glad you nipped that in the bud because that'll that that thing would turn it from piercings to I don't want things, you to dress right. this way I don't want you to act this no we're not doing that yeah so you did the right thing so mm -hmm. that's how I go. Because my it. first question would be, my first question would be, oh, that's great. Are you going to pay my bills? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, right. Are you going to pay my bills? If you're going to have these restrictions, you better have some money to, to pay for it. Child. Ooh, these people got a lot of nerve, but don't want to go up front with being a provider. But yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's how I go about protecting my peace, though. Yeah, you have to. Um, are you still free or are you going to? No, I'm still good. Sounds like you. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I'm glad that you nipped that in the bud. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, that's another thing. Like 
these men and this entitlement of you got to do this to please them, you got to do that to please them. And it's like, okay, if you have this mindset, why do you not have the mindset to be a provider? Right. Like, I got to do everything that you want me to do, but what am I getting from? Nothing. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just insane how they feel like we owe them all these things. We owe them our body our mental health, like, all these things for nothing in return. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. Yes. So, I, I want to end the podcast on a good note. What would you say is your favorite thing about being a black woman? Um, My attitude, my perseverance. Um, actually, like, the way that I've grown to love myself and appreciate myself. Um, that would probably be what I love. Um, my complexion. I mean, <laughs> I'm very headstrong. I'm hardworking. And I feel like those are some attributes that us as Black women naturally have. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's also what people kind of, you know, are. That's what people are very. Hold on. That's what people are very, like, drawn to when it comes to us. So because we have those natural, you know, attributes about us that's what makes us quote-unquote strong women right Mm -hmm. amen well i appreciate you you go ahead and share your information like your instagram tell them to follow you of course of course follow me on ig at desi bell it's d-e-s-i-i-b-e-l-l-e-e-e so two i's and two two i's and three e's (laughs) but yeah (laughs) you can follow me I'm on there. You know, I post all my work on there. And if you want to book me, I do travel in and out of state. So. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your of time. Of course. You can call me anytime. Yes. I love you so much. Thank <laughs> I you. I love you too. I hope you have a good night. You too. I'm wrapping up this photo shoot right now. So. I can't wait to see the pictures. Ooh, girl, I can't. I'm going to show them to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't forget. Okay. All right. You have a good night, love. You too. Thank you, Desi. Of course. Bye-bye. Bye.